welcome back to the Drew Brina Show. Happy Monday, everyone. I hope that you had President's Day off and that you had a good day. We did. Fun fact. In Hawaii, President's Day is called Washington's birthday. <laughs> yeah. They don't call it president. I mean, they kind of call it both, but they say, oh, yeah, school's off because of Washington's birthday. Yeah. I always wonder... Not always have wondered this because literally we've lived in Hawaii for what like the last year and a half. Anyways, but why do they? Why are they so fond of Washington? <laughs> How about the other presidents? I don't know the Hawaiian lore about President Washington. Hmm, interesting. Well, happy Washington Day to the Hawaiians, and happy President's Day to everyone else who thinks it's President's Day. I guess we. It's been a rainy day, super rainy. Uh, the past couple of days, but but we got to go out to the park today. Yep, with the doggy. We got we found Drew a good ran. hour mm-hmm. where it wasn't raining. I went for a little joggy jog. Yep, and Sabrina scooted on down there on her electric scooter with Zelly and threw the ball for him. And yep. then Zelly would chase me whenever I'd run past them. He'd see me <laughs> like in the distance, fifty yards away. And then he'd recognize that it was me, and then he would just sprint toward me. It's really cute. Yeah, I was trying to... I was allowing it because I figured you were probably having a hard time doing six laps around that place. So figured it'd be good encouragement to have Zelly come be with you. He's exhausted. And I'm hurt, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. Zelly. I had his leash... Had a- around the scooter's handle and he got excited and wanted his ball that was a little bit further away so he lunged for it and it took the scooter down with him and it hit my uh like where my attend uh, achilles tendon is and up that way uh up my calf and it just like slammed into it and now i have a huge bruise on the yeah. back of my leg sabrina's achilles um is her actual achilles killing me <laughs> you're a killing me with that joke <laughs> is that what you intended to say what, what? was the joke what was the pun of your well, joke? like somebody's achilles heel is like their weakness oh but your achilles heel today is actually your achilles heel <laughs> i see like the thorn in your side that kind of thing your kryptonite mm. yeah i guess cool great joke <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Went over really well. Do I still have an echo? No, you don't have an echo. We were setting up, and I think Sabrina has like fluid in her ears or something because she was like, There's an echo. He but asked me to give feedback, and that's what I thought. My first mistake. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so this is dating part two. We were going to go straight into engagement after dating, but. We didn't even get to the polls that I did on Instagram, and I had a lot of conversations on Instagram's Instagram through like DMs, and I wanted to discuss them. And Drew doesn't know the results of any of the stuff or the questions I asked. Oh, this is going to oh, be my go. raw reaction. Yeah, he doesn't know any of the polls I asked, any of the questions I asked. So, let's see. Is there anything you want to talk about this week that happened? Um, it was Valentine's Day? Yeah. I think I was, well, actually, how did I do on Valentine's Day? <laughs> rate you? Yeah, rate me. On a scale of yeah. great to amazing. <laughs> started really, 
started really great and then it ended really amazing. How about that? Yeah, so I it was my first day of work, my new job. And so and I had already told Drew, like, hey, I'm expecting a nice Valentine's Day. (laughs) That's the thing is like, you know, in relationships, you always talk about expectations. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, you have to be mindful of your expectations, but also it's good to communicate them. Honest, yeah, be even if yeah, because even if they're not realistic, at least you communicate them and you hear how unrealistic they are or communicate them and then the other person is like, oh, they're not shocked whenever you're mad at them for not meeting the expectation. <laughs> yeah, and I just wanted a, I wanted a, a gushy Valentine's Day. Not like fancy dinner. I'm not into all that because it's so expensive and everyone's out and it's crazy. But I was just expecting what you gave me exactly, which was I came home and there was white or not white uh yellow roses and a card and (laughs) drew loves this affirmation it's acting like a monkey that tells you something it just shows how wild beast comes out primitive of a need it is i start turning back into a monkey (laughs) yeah since we evolved from them right just kidding (laughs) no i don't believe that okay so yeah i came home and he had already gotten stuff from target for dinner so he made me tuscany chicken which was delicious like even got uh canned dried tomatoes and everything like he went all out and he did forget the wine but we will forgive that part you just owe me wine later this week (laughs) um and what else he had got ice cream which was strawberry cheesecake from uh, ben and Jerry's that was delicious and I got him a gift too which was just a bunch of like snacks and food and a card or a letter I wrote you a letter mm-hmm. I already ate my gift you did yeah well I ate the little beef jerkies oh yeah I ate all the chips yep what else salsa uh well no we, we still have the salsa I drank the Gatorade and I and I it. ate the letter that you gave me Sorry, <laughs> I was hungry. Oh man. <laughs> oh, man. You're silly. So, good Valentine's Day. It was a really good Valentine's Day. And this is my first week at my new job with the spa. Um, I'm basically learning how to do facial treatments and like laser hair removal and stuff like that. So, that's what I'm learning. And it's been interesting and fun to get to know my coworkers. So, I'm thankful for that. And what's going on over there, mister? You're making a face. Drury? Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. do we have, I'm like, do I have a meeting tonight? But anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I did ask you. Um. Okay, so we're going to do dating part two. Here we go. So the first question I asked uh, last, I think it was last week, like starting before uh, Valentine's Day. Was Drew, are you ready for it? I don't think so. Okay. Ladies, would you rather be asked out on a date or be asked out over text? What do you think that the majority said? In person. Yep. 84% said they'd rather be in person and 16% said they would rather it be on text. Isn't that Hmm. interesting? I'm like, over text. Yeah. That. I don't know. To me, I'm like, oh, it's so impersonal. But I get yeah. it if you're like socially ang- have social anxiety and you like want a guy to just like ask you out. Yeah, because it's like, do you put value on the process of asking the person 
Mm. versus just like okay like is it a formality like let's just like logistically plan where and when we're going to meet and then the magic happens once we actually meet up at the date right not in the leading up to the date but i don't know i mean i think yeah either way it's a way it's uh you know kind of a way to differentiate yourself it's a little things you know yeah it is and also i realized too that some people are basing it off of their own experience Oh, so like those yeah. who are already married are answering. And so point. if their relationship started with somebody sliding yeah. into their DMs, of course, they're going to be like, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's bad. No, but this no, is just no. like, yeah. uh, I, I know you don't either. But yeah, this is just like their Opinion. their preference. And this is our podcast. So we get to talk about what we think. Yeah, we got the mic. That's right. Um, okay. And dudes. our opinions on everything are correct. And everyone <laughs> should think like us. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, for the dudes, would you rather... Um, oh, I didn't ask the same question. I asked something different. Make the first move, like hold hands, kiss, or she make the first move. Ooh. What did you think the majority said? Okay, wait, like, did guys and girls vote on this? Uh, this was for just the dudes. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to say the opposite of what I'd hope for. Which I'm going to say that the guys said they should make the first move. Yeah. 80% said yeah. make the first move yeah. and 20% said she I don't know. make the first move. I have a different yeah, I opinion on this. Yeah. And it's kind of like women are the prize, right? Okay. And so it's already kind of assumed what the man wants. And it's just when the woman is giving that to the man. Yeah. So it's like. I don't know. I mean, I think it shows it shows the woman sort of not conceding, but like it shows the woman kind of giving back to the man and like giving him the prize that he's worked hard for by asking her out, taking her on a date, buying her dinner, hmm. all that. And then she's like, you've won me, you know? Yeah, I could see it that way. I just and it takes the pressure off because yeah she wants. I feel it. like the girl has more preferences of how the first move should go yeah than the guy. I understand that. My thing is, I just you the guy's already just know like this. I want to touch lips. The girl's like, I want it to be raining uh, out in front of my place. He <laughs> picks me up, spins me around. Um, you know, not really like a full French kiss, but like. Just like a little bit of subtle tongue. You know what I mean? Or I just want the guy to kiss me on my mom and dad's couch upstairs while my brothers aren't around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You already know my answer on this, though. I like to be pursued. Yeah. Because here's the thing. This, this is something I just thought of, too. I pursue a lot in my friendships. Mm. I pursue so much i'm the first one to ask to hang out first one to ask to do such and such like make plans with groups things like that i'm not saying 100 percent of the time but a lot of the times i am the first to initiate it and so in our home i would prefer you're the first to initiate it because i'm working so hard outside of the house for that yeah i know what you mean yeah it's kind of a catch-22 though like in the metaphor i'm going to use is like with our jobs right we're both helpers you're a nurse true I'm doing like mental health stuff. Yeah. And so we're helping people all day. So imagine if we had that same philosophy. Yeah. We're helping people all day. And so when we come home, I just want to be the one who's helped. 
but then we both have like a standoff. Yeah, totally. You know, and so yeah, I'm just offering well, another you're all, perspective. You also but I know get that. that not a hundred percent of the time is it yeah. me not pursuing Actually, and you pursuing. There's some. I don't know if it's in Hosea or something, but there's some story in the Bible where, like, the woman kind of makes the first move. Yeah, Ruth and Boaz. Oh, okay. Yeah. How do you know that? How do I know that? Yeah. Because I did a study on Ruth Ah. from She Reads Truth. That was Ah. a couple years ago. So it's like, I think in terms of traditional views of, like, but in Song and Sol- Song of Songs, it talks a lot about the man, like having the woman come out of the cleft like a deer, and like coming quietly to her at the right, right. time, yeah. and like pursuing her in that way. Yeah. And Jesus came to pursue us. And if I'm not saying like, well, no, the bride, the bride and groom, like the groom is. Mm-hmm. But he also likes when we make a move on him. <laughs> True. You know. It's like Jesus spontaneously, not that he doesn't already know everything we're going to do for all of eternity in advance, but it's like surprising him being like, you know what, Jesus, let's go on a walk together today. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, love that. But ultimately he pursued us first. Yeah. Right. And continues to pursue us even if we're not looking for it or asking for it. Yeah. Which is how we as the bride and groom in a marriage should be what we should be doing for one another is my point of view. It should be, I'm not saying you should do all the work. I'm just saying, I think it should be more equal in the relationship in relationships, even in a dating relationship. Like let's say for this example, like they go out on a date, he pays for it. They have a great time. She holds his hands, like slides her hand into his during a movie. That's her making a move. Yeah. So then later on down the road, maybe he makes a move yeah. of kissing her. So I, I think know, it's, it's like It's just equal. like very I know it's hard. thrilling for the guy to have a move made on him because oh, there's so really? much Well, yeah, there's just I don't just, know if every guy would say that. I just, feel like it would be thrilling for them yeah, to make a move Yeah, I guess too. I'm just speaking for myself, but yeah. it's just thrilling because I think with a, like a date and spending time with a girl, there's so much there's so many nerves involved. Mm-hmm. You're nervous about doing things the right way. Yeah. And then the woman I don't think realizes how much or maybe she does realize how much power she has, you know, of like, and like making a subtle move like that, like a little kiss on the cheek or, you know, holding hands, like can really diffuse some of the tension, True. you know, yeah. and show of the nerves that, like, that the guys have. Yeah. 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 Did we have any subtle moves made when we were first dating? Like when we went uh, to a sushi day or Lola and Savannah's? Uh, no, you made me do everything. Babe. Seriously. <laughs> no, I, I really I don't know. I don't think you did. I mean I think neither of us just did. I think we were both well, just trying to feel it we, out without any. I remember physical... one night, first time we like held hands. It kinda like just happened naturally. Oh yeah, I don't we were at the bonfire. The, I don't remember who made the first move. It I think it was you. Happened. It was you. Just put my hand on your flag or something yeah and then held my hand when we were at the fire behind in my backyard well there's two fires there's the one at your house at the macaw house and then there's the one at my house where we were talking to oh yeah i remember our friend yeah Yeah. i think the bonfire at my house was the first time you held my hand because i remember it very well i remember telling angie about it afterward because she was there Mm -hmm. yeah but i don't 
I guess I made the first. Yeah, you did. Yeah, because. But there were no first moves made on the first date or our sushi dinner. I don't think. No. Because Just our first kiss was on the couch later when you came to see when, my family. When we were actually like dating, like yeah. when we were official. Yeah. So we are, that's interesting. I've never thought about that. We weren't really physical for a while. Yeah. But then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo wee. It's hard when you're attracted to someone. That's the reality of it. Yeah. Okay. The next question for the dudes was, would you rather take a girl on a fancy first date or a casual first date? Casual. Yep. 83% said casual. Casual is more indicative of like how most of your relationship in the future will be spent if the date is casual. You know what I mean? Like if it was fancy first, do you feel like that's it's, the expectation? That's, it's unrealistic. Yeah. Oh. Like. That's most of you. your time, like if it works out, if the date goes well, whatever, mm-hmm. like most of your time in the future is going to be spent like casually and you want to get to know one another in the context of which you're going to be spending most of the time together, which is going to be casual. Yeah. But I'm not saying it's not good to take her out on a nice date because yeah, the nicer the date is like you're communicating right. her worth her w- through that. You know what I mean? Yeah. A True. small part of it, at least. True. What yeah. did what would, what did the people say? Casual. Casual was yeah. most most wanted. And it takes pressure off too. Yeah. Especially if you don't know each other well. Right. And you're like dressed up. You're like, what do I and yeah. and the guy like splitting the check and all that's really hard. Like if it's just coffee, I almost kind of feel like I wouldn't be sad about paying for my own coffee. Like I wouldn't care if it was casual like yeah. that. But if it was like a fancy dinner, we go to a Brazilian steakhouse and it's like, Oh, we're splitting the bill, I'd be like, Yeah. Uh, you asked me out. Right. That was another thing that somebody said was like, um, what if like you're sitting there and a lot of girls made this point on in my when they messaged me was like if you don't feel the dates going anywhere like oh this is on the other question just kidding we'll get there sorry all right next question uh sorry i'm trying to find it would you rather Okay, ladies, which is more important in a relationship, romance and intimacy or friendship? What do you think the lady said? Friendship. Uh-huh. Friendship. Yep. Not romance and intimacy. Am I 100% so far? I think so. Yes. Yeah. I would say friendship, too, because that's what lasts. I'm such a relationship expert. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You're perfect. No, I think you did show me some of these. I did? Maybe. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, you showed me some of them, but not all of them. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, again, that that goes back to uh, kind of my logic on a casual date versus a really nice date. Yeah. Like, friendship is what's going to last. That's going to be, like, the foundation of Mm -hmm. the relationship. Yeah. Romance is an expression you know, like a novel expression and a special expression of friendship because you can't have romance without friendship, yeah. but you can have friendship without romance. Yep. What is I don't know what that means, but it sounds good. <laughs> I think, yeah, friendship's really important because 
it's what lasts the longest, like in your relationship. That's what's going to take you furthest, I believe. Yeah. Like camaraderie, like going to the park with you, you know, (laughs) not romantic. No. Or intimate. Yeah. Yeah. But life giving. What do you think the dudes say? Which one's more important to them? Oh, I might lose my streak here. Uh, I'm going to say romance. Actually, friendship. Oh, 59% said friendship. 41 said romance and intimacy. Wow. Yeah. Were all the guys who said romance and intimacy single? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, because they're like, search. <laughs> True. JK. No, it is. It's super important. I mean, because... Uh, so romance and intimacy is also important. I do agree with this. I, like, I agree, too. I think... They're both. You have to have character, chemistry, and yeah. compatibility. And compatibility and chemistry are romance and friendship. Yeah, I agree. I think they're both equally as important because romance is what distinguishes a marriage from another friendship. Right. You Somebody did I mean? say that to me. And that's yep. like the distinguishing factor. Yep. And like, because then it's just like, oh, you know, like you're dating your best friend who just happens to have different, like, like, separate like sexual parts than you you know right and like i think they're both as important i just think like foundationally yeah you can't have romance without friendship underneath it you know Mm -hmm. you can't romance your way into a friendship Hmm. can't romance your way into a friendship but there's a lot of people that are friends first and then end up becoming romantic partners yeah that's right exactly they're friends first yeah yeah, it's hard to, also it's hard that if you had intimacy and romance to then just have a friendship. That's really tough. It confuses the friendship because then yep. you have different expectations of what the friendship should look like. You think that your relational social intimacy should mirror that of your physical intimacy or romance. And then when those expectations aren't met, then it's just confusing. It's like, yeah. I thought we were there already. It's like, especially like with, girls because when you have physical intimacy and romance with a guy it draws your emotional heart out more whereas the guy like we're just like sociopaths (laughs) and so we're just like oh yeah feels good Mm. and and like there's not that much emotion involved in it Mm. sometimes yeah not saying every every guy but not every girl and not every girl yeah i don't like stereotypes like that yeah it's not necessarily a stereotype but like or yeah, I want to avoid stereotyping in that way. But like statistically, yeah, that seems to be the norm. But also, norms can be very harmful because then they can mm-hmm. screw with your expectations. Like Absolutely. for example, Us. in our relationship, yep. Sabrina is kind of the guy. <laughs> like foreplay for her is yep. like joking around, like kind of raunchy, raunchy jokes and and like smacking her butt. Yeah, <laughs> stuff I mean, it's like that. Touchy feelings. And stuff. then mine is like. If she, like, if I see that she's, like, considering me and cares about what I'm feeling all day and cares to know what my inner experience is, that, for me, is foreplay. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's, like, it's so opposite. And then she also just craves higher frequency of sexual intimacy intimacy Mm -hmm. than me. And we were, like, oh, what's wrong? Something must be wrong because... 
It's not supposed to be this, but she just, she just wants it more. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not to say that it's not tough. No, it, it's hard. Uh, yeah. We had a talk about that all day today. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a hard compromise to make because it's something that's so deeply personal and core mm-hmm. to who you are. And so it's a hard thing to have a conversation about, you know, because you want your needs to be met. Yep. But then also you want to consider the other person's needs and comfort mm-hmm. level. And so it can be a hard compromise to make. And it's a very sensitive topic because it can leave you feeling very rejected, you know, or not considered. Um, but yeah, and norms have set expectations for me prior to marriage that were yeah. really harmful. Like, oh, the man is just like easy. He's a light switch, but the woman's like buttons that have to be pushed and lifted up and then eventually she'll be turned on. Whereas that, so I came into like our marriage thinking, oh, Drew's going to just like want it all the time and be want to be intimate all the time and have romance. Um, but that set me up for failure because that wasn't true. I would say I'm more of a light switch and you're more of the buttons. Turn me on like a light switch. That's me. <clears throat> okay. So, and also if anyone feels alone in that, cause I know that I feel like there are people out there like me and I've wanted that to be known that where like, the woman is more, yeah, sexually yeah. In, yeah. intimate than the man like mm-hmm. wants it. Like definitely if you feel lonely in that, you can DM me or something because I know yeah. what that feels like. And it's I feel common, like it's not talked about it's at all. more common than you think. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean something's it's wrong. wrong. Yeah. Julie Slattery actually just did a uh, blog on this. Oh, really? Yes. I was reading yeah. a little bit of it. I need to finish it. But she addressed it that, you know, that's not uncommon. That yeah. actually it is more common than we realize. But women just don't talk about it because we feel like something's wrong with us. Yeah. So. Right. Anyway. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of like gender roles, too. You know, yeah. like they're not we'll fixed. Get there. Yeah. They're not fixed. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's some fluidity in that. Okay, so ladies and gents, this was for both of them. Does someone's past make or break going forward? Not necessarily. <laughs> That's your answer? Yeah. Is that an option <laughs> on the poll? No. It was yes, it does, or no, it doesn't. What do you think most people said? I think most people said no. Yeah. Yeah, and I put in like little asterisks. This hype. This is hypothetical. This hypothetical. Oh my goodness. This hypothetical person is no longer acting out in this hypothetical past issue. Yeah. This is meant to be a hard and, sp- and I said, this is meant to be hard and spark combo. No com So combo away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, the reason I said not necessarily is because you don't want to like be with someone to try to change them or save them or help them. Yeah. You can be missionary, a <laughs> teammate right. in their healing. Yes. You can be a teammate in their healing. Yes. But ultimately, they're in charge of their healing. Yep. Right? They're in charge of aligning with the source of healing, which is God, uh, and receiving that help through whatever means necessary, right? Yeah. Whether it's medical, psychological, spiritual, you know, like yeah. their, that desire has to be from within them. Yeah. And the partner can be a teammate and support them in that but not be the leader yeah of it yeah. and not be in charge 
of the other person's healing. I think that's where it can get murky. Right. And then also fix it. Everything comes to the surface in marriage. Yeah. So anything in your past, yep. even if you thought you've already dealt with it, yep. like t- typically you. will resurface in some way. I'm not saying the healing that you've done as a single person like <laughs> isn't void. Yeah, I'm not saying it returns void at all, but any little bits and pieces and scraps that are there will come out and come up in the marriage, even some things that you aren't aware of, you know? And that's not a bad thing. It's it's a way for the other person to see deeper into you and bring you more intimacy and to grow together and walk mm-hmm. through that together. It's a vessel for more connection and intimacy. Yeah. But also it's it's very hard and so yeah i don't know what my point was with that but no that was good somebody messaged me and had said basically like from their past they used they would have said yes like uh yes it matters but then ultimately they're saying basically i see it as a in a different angle now more in a godly manner uh we've been forgiven and brought out of misery so why should i linger and criticize other people's past mistakes because i have some too yeah. Uh, so I thought that was really like a reflective thing for that person to say. And I, I think totally that that's so true. I totally agree with that. Because yeah. what if everybody had those same standards on us? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if their standard was like, oh, yeah, person's past defines them. I can't get with them. Like, yeah. Nobody would ever Here's, be together because nobody has a squeaky clean past. Exactly. Here's some like <clears throat> caveats. So someone said, uh, depends on the violation. And I said, that makes sense. Like, yeah. What? Vi- and then I asked what violations would be out of your comfort zone. And did they say it was okay for you to share this? <clears throat> I didn't directly ask, but I'm not saying anyone's name. But it's a, no, it's a good point because many people said this. How okay. about serial cheaters? Yeah. Right? Like, that's a oh, good point. Oh, yeah. If know? there's a pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Like, serial cheaters. That's a good like, point. That would be a difficult thing to. Um, a difficult yeah like wh- you wouldn't want to get into a relationship if you knew they cheated a lot on other people yeah but hypothetically the the point was that they had, they had already struggled through it and made amends and have moved forward in their sin but yeah I, that's a, the thing with dating is like yeah there's not clear definitions and you can have your own standards yeah like you can whether or not the world agrees with you or the general consensus is the same as yours. Like yeah. you can have deal breakers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. As shallow and as deep as you want them to be. That's like true. it's your choice. Cause another person and doesn't mean they're right or wrong. Cause other people were also saying past drugs and alcohol abuse. Yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah, I mean, you Seriously, can have that standard, have, but I guess I didn't have that standard. They have the right. Yeah. yeah. To have that standard, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And to clarify, Drew has a pass in that, but we haven't talked about that yet. I don't think. Oh yeah. Well, I've been sober for yeah ten years. Next month, yeah, ten years, a yep. decade. Yep. Crazy. So I didn't have that necessarily, but I knew from the very beginning that you were walking out your yeah your recovery she, so well, and you're already four years sober, I think. Uh, almost three. So it was. It was still, fairly still. Wow, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, but you were just really like. I well, didn't see I was any all signs. In. I was all yeah. in. And I, had I didn't had, see any red flags or anything. I had had like, you know, I was a born again Christian and yeah. a, a totally, different totally person. different person, yeah. which that's 
kind of insane. Like it was that very really evident from your actions. Like I didn't have to worry. Yeah, a lot of people don't even really know. Yeah, about that. And when I tell them, they're like, "What?" Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like you do have choice of what the deal breakers are. And the other thing I was asking people was like, basically, how about past pornography use? Yeah, it's it can be a big red flag. I mean, it's something definitely worth. Yeah, like, like you said, uncovering. You get to choose. Yeah, and it's like it's one thing of like, because there's always risk involved, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's like just getting a sense of like, is that pattern out of their life? Right. Are they still working through it? Right. If they are, are you willing to come alongside them and work through it? Because right, there's no rules against against such things. Yep. It's like it might be easier so to speak of if they're already you know done and dusted with their compulsions and ha bad habits and you don't have to deal with that in marriage yep you know but then also there could be really amazing intimacy that comes from walking through that together yep but neither one is guaranteed <laughs> yep yep so it's yeah it's risky. you could find out right it's you could really find out risky. like later on that that's still actually a problem exactly and there's risk involved you yeah. know and it's like it's not something to be like screw it we're in love and yeah you know, don't be I blinded can tolerate by love <laughs> anything that right. you do we're all imperfect like it's something to really really soberly no heart. pun intended consider you know insert and, and be like no 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 but like not you know, yes, and whatever happens, you know, like... Here's the other caveat, though, is for me, I did think about your past with with uh, drugs and alcohol, but I didn't, I didn't know what I was getting myself into as far as... You, uh, what am I trying to say? You can't know everything when you go into a relationship and then into a marriage, yeah. what that past is going to bring forth. Yeah, like the baggage that like, comes from it or the the neuroses that come with it. And I'm not saying you relapsed or you've chosen a different drug. That's not what I'm insinuating. But basically what I'm saying is like you still have some of the same habits of an alcoholic. Like the personality. Yes. Yeah. But I didn't know that until yeah. I started really getting to know you in marriage mm -hmm. because that stuff started coming out when we were then living together and sleeping together and like married, you know, um, where I was like, Oh, like this is what, this is kind of like an alcoholic just like behavior. A I'm lot realizing. of time, like on Xbox or like, you just have fetishes for things very quickly. Yeah. You get obsessive about certain drinks or lots of time on video games mm -hmm. or your phone or Over, yeah. and overeating. Right. So yeah. it just becomes another addiction, right. which it's not the same level. I'm not comparing the two. I mean, they can for some no, people, but, but, but not some for you. Of the, some of the patterns, yeah I, yeah, I would agree. They're not as extreme to where they, like, destroy my life. Right. But they're not, like, they're, they're you know, but they do have some problematic. That's a part of loving somebody but, is you take them but for everybody all has of their selves. Core, you know, yep. having an yeah. addictive tendency or not, everybody has their idiosyncrasies. Right. And we're all addicted to our phones. What are we kidding? So. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's the, we have a lot more to go, so, and we're already at 35 minutes, so yeah, let's keep going. Gents, online dating is 
just as meaningful as meeting in person or not as meaningful meaningful as meeting in person? What do you think, then? I would say just as meaningful. Actually, 69% not said not as meaningful. Oh. I Even personally, I would say... If you just, were to put yourself in those shoes. just as meaningful. Yeah. Mm, because it's a... Interesting. We live in a different age. Yeah. And how you get connected to somebody, like, as long as there's something there, I don't think it really matters. Yeah. How you meet, and that's not to take away from, yeah, you know, if you have a, you know, a cool media story of how you met your significant other, like, I think that's awesome. But I don't think there's anything wrong. I think the relationship's just as meaningful yeah. if you meet online. My first instinct is to say it's not as meaningful. Uh, I know. I don't know if I completely agree with that, and also I don't have any. Uh, background in this I didn't use an app a single app with dating so I don't I, I speaking into this is kind of like not great because I don't know too much about it but I'm just I think about the story and I'm like if I just like met them over dming I would feel like oh it's not cool of a story well, but but that doesn't that matter to set up a date to where you meet in person and then and it's when great. you meet in person right, that's right, when the relationship right. forms yeah the app is just a vehicle for that, yeah mine's you know? a little shallow of a think of thinking i agree but get this what do you think the lady said just as meaningful not as meaningful oh both so not as meaningful as meeting in person so men they and both women? don't think it's as meaningful oh wow but yeah so i think we're in a stage of like we're in an age where like social media is running everything unfortunately mm-hmm. like we're all deep within the the depths of social media so i almost feel like we like we're, so i'm speaking to a lot of millennials right i've got some G- gen z's answering the question on these polls cuz i've got friends who are gen z's on there but don't forget our gen xers yes um, so I'm kind of wondering if people are just kind of tired of social media. So they almost feel like, yeah, I would rather meet in person Yeah, because I'm so tired of social media DMing because here's the thing, Drew, you and I didn't have to worry about this, but a lot of people are having to worry about the whole, oh, I've been Snapchatting them for weeks and they've never asked me out or we've been texting back and forth for weeks or he likes all my photos, but never asked me out. I see what you're saying. And that's annoying. Social media. Like, yeah, again, I, I think it's how you use it. The dating website is just supposed to be the springboard for you to meet in person and have a sincere it's not like the full vehicle of forming the relationship but it could sometimes be a barrier for people uh, it could be you're just looking at them from instagram and that's it and you're not getting up and asking and moving forward in the relationship yeah i guess what i'm saying is like because that's what's what's happening making a clear distinction between dating websites and social media they're different well i'm that's but also there that can are happen similarities in social, but they're different but in apps too you could be just like messaging that person for weeks and never ask them out the same thing could be happening true that is happening i'm asking no, yeah. people and that's what's happening yeah no for sure i i know what you mean so it kind of stinks you well know? it's a good way to weed people out seriously no. they never <laughs> ask you out nah yeah Hi. like what they're yeah. hiding that's annoying mm. or they're just or like they're just not trying to get a little something something exactly or like it's feeding their ego and that's it. Mm, yeah. They just want someone to talk to and they're Ooh, not yeah. like committed to making a relationship. Yeah. Blah. X that out. Mm. Okay. Ladies and gents. This was a question for both. Should men pay for the first date slash coffee slash hangout? 
Yes, men should pay for the first date. No, they shouldn't. I think so. I just think it's chivalrous. So I'm going to say they they voted yes. Okay. What if you and I also probably didn't have much of this problem, but what if you're sitting at the table? This somebody was telling me kind of something like this. I've heard this among friends too, as I've asked this question. You're sitting at a table and you're feeling really uncomfortable and you actually don't like where the date's going. And you're like, I'm probably not going to see this person again. And so you almost feel like if they pay for it, they have something over you oh, okay. to be able to ask you out again. That's interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So they would rather split the check so that they owe them nothing. Mm. So that if that person asks them out again, they can just clearly say, I'm not interested, not feel bad for them just paying for the meal. Makes sense. Right? Makes so sense. in that instance, I kind of think that I understand why yeah. you'd want to split the There's bill. There's always exceptions and context. Yeah, of course. Context That's is the whole point, right? right? Is we want to yeah. kind of look at the whole picture, right. not just like our only. Hmm. Yeah, no, that, that kind of makes sense. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it could be later, you, you know, a way to manipulate. You know what I mean? Exactly. I um, and it just kind of clears, clears the air, you know, even yeah. personally, you know, the person who feels uncomfortable is like, okay, paid, did my part. There's nothing attached there. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't have anything on me, anything weird. It's just kind of being a way of being above reproach. Right. Or even someone was saying maybe you have a conversation with them when the bill comes. Like, hey, I would feel more comfortable to pay half of it. Yeah, that's true. Then and then if the guy just why. keeps persisting, it's like, what do you do then? Right? Run. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, get out. That's kind of a red flag, too, if the guy just, like, won't give up his ego to let you pay for half of the bill. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, I don't know. could be, but he could just be really adamant on treating the girl With and maybe unaware that of that. Yeah. It's coming off as a little bit, like, I know domineering. I don't know. It's a tough one, right? Yeah, it's toughy. A toughy, toughy. All right, next question. Ladies, in dating, would you rather... Be asked to hang out with a clear plan. Be asked to hang out casually. Be asked to hang out in a group. What do you think they said? Mm, hang out. This question, I now that I'm like reading, I'm like, that was interesting. Putting casually? Putting this together. But anyways, what? Hang out casually? Actually, be asked out with a clear plan. Mm. So what I meant by be asked out casually is just like the guy doesn't actually have like a plan right away. It's just going to be wherever you guys end up. And then asked out in a group, you know what that means. Okay. So they all, 79% said with a clear plan. Yeah. We want straightforward men, you know, people who, guys who know what they want, where they're going, why they're asking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But also that was, no, that was for just the ladies. Never mind. Do you have anything else to say about that? Clear makes plan. Sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. All right. Straightforward. Uh, this was for a question for the ladies and the gentlemen. Do you believe gender roles still apply? Ooh. What do you think the I, majority said? I yes, think, I think so, or no, I don't think so. I think the majority... Well, I think it was close. I'm going to say it was close. Okay, real quick. I put examples. Men are providers. Men are the head of the household. Men are the protectors. Women primarily care for the women, or for the children. Women take care of their household. Women submit to their husbands, etc. So, like traditional so christian speak, beliefs gender roles what do you um think? i'm gonna say it was close but i'm gonna say that the voters said yes no really it was close yeah 
42 said yes. Okay. 58 said no, I don't think so. Mm, yeah. People had really good thoughts. Oh, I bet. Okay, so here's the number one I heard was basically we don't live in a society anymore where women can't work. Like, I mean, where women shouldn't, or uh, what am I trying to say? Where we need the extra income, right? It used to be that the guy could only work and it would keep the house afloat. It would be fine. But now because the economy and just how much life is costs in general, you almost need both incomes. Mm. And so it's hard to say that those apply still in this day and age because women can't just have a job plus do all the housework plus take care of the babies. It doesn't work like that anymore. Yeah, because then she works two and the guy works one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of women actually said they really wish that it could still be that way because they pref- would prefer to just be able to stay home and be with their babies. But that's just not the reality right now. Hmm. Yeah. So many people wanted that. And I would say my own thoughts on this is that I think that the in biblical terms, they still apply. Like man being the head of the household, man being the sole provider, um, that kind of deal can keep t- keep still talking. apply. Can Just still kidding. apply because... Well, maybe not the main provider because, again, that, that varies on the woman versus the male's uh, job. But I'm talking about, like, providing in the sense of, like, emotional, spiritual, holistic care. Like, I think that you should be leading that up. Yeah. What about the protector? Yep. Mm. Because it even says in the Bible that women are a weaker vessel, which, woo, mm. that one's a hard one. Uh, and I'm not saying completely that we're, like, the weak link. That's not what I'm saying. But like, we're just very emotionally sensitive and very cognitively aware of what's going on around us. And let's just say like, there's a man coming toward me. Like I would prefer you take on that man than I take on that man. That's my thoughts. Not everyone would say the same, but I would prefer that you with your strength and your muscles and your physique that you take him on, not me. Yeah. Um, general roles are interesting. And uh, Sabrina and I had kind of a brief conversation about this, like when we were in um, <clears throat> premarital. Yeah, premarital counseling. It's basically just like gender roles are not fixed, like they're fluid. Yeah. But it's like if whoever's the best at it and whoever has the time to do it just does it. So, like, mm. it's not like she cooks, cleans, laundry dishes everything no it's like we we split it up yep you know and there's gifts and talents that she has that i don't have and vice versa yep and uh yeah i think a lot of people too are a little bit hesitant in saying yes when i'd ask them because they don't want to give males a reason to be like, oh, well, I work and therefore yeah. women does hard work and does care for the children. Even though like we already talked about, women would be working too. That's yeah. not a cop out to be like, women are better at nurturing and better at taking care of the home. So therefore she takes on all that plus working. Right. That's not a cop out. And that's not kind. Like I think teamwork has to come into play, you know, in order to make a functioning household work. Mm-hmm. Teamwork. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it depends on your schedule, depends on what you can do. Like and some of it 
yeah, I don't know. Like comes more natural. Like money management, I think comes more natural. Yeah. For me. And yeah. then uh, kind of like you said, like what's and then like the laundry. Piece? You're yeah. just way more efficient yeah, at it. Efficient. And that's not a cop out. Yeah. And I even told you, don't enable me that's and right. don't extend yourself that's doing right. my laundry. That's right. Because And that's so good. You know. To say. Um because you have that desire, you know, and help, you know how yeah. to do it and you're efficient at it. But I'm like, don't do it if it's going to cause you resentment in the future. You know what I mean? Right. Don't do it out of obligation. And so it's like when Sabrina sees that I'm like at least willing That's right. to do laundry. For example, today you're like, hey, I'm, I'm going to throw some of your stuff in with mine. Yeah. yeah, and that's the first time I've done that in a long yeah, time. And you know why I did that? It's because the other day I like spent Yep. I went to a laundromat and like just did a huge mound of laundry. And she's like, Oh yeah, sexy. Exactly. And then I was like, Oh, yeah. I could help him with this small load. She was helping out problem. of overflow, not out of woman, I need my dress shirts clean. You know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> exactly. All right, this next one's spicy. Are you uh-uh. ready? Yeah. Is living together an important step before marriage? I put a ring, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Engagement. We talked about this quite a bit last episode. We did. Did I already tell you what it was that people said, or like uh, what the majority I'm going to say the majority probably said no. Yeah. Majority said no. And you know what? I got a couple people saying like, I have, we did choose to live with each other. And I'd actually say I would rather not. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I would tell my future self or my past self or my kids not to do it. How come? Uh, not without getting into specifics, but basically just like it became more about like room, being roommates almost. And that, that, into, that they'd ha- they had to kind of work through mm-hmm. some of that. Uh, I, I don't want to call Like it. the defining the relationship? Yeah, maybe or just... I mean, I'm not in that person's shoes, but just, um, it was more like a, like I said, roommate relationship instead of like that intimacy being cultivated mm, Yeah, because it was so easy and comfortable. Yeah. Right. Right. It, Cause even like being married and like committed, yeah, like we you get can fall complacent. into the mundane and complacent. Like we absolutely get complacent. Like, yeah. Well, you know, why not for anyone who lives together? That complacency can seep in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm really, really passionate about this subject um, because we had every reason to start living together really soon before we were ever married, but we decided not to. And like I said in the last episode, it was so yeah beautiful. And it was so good that we waited. Yeah. And that's not to say like it can't work out. Yeah. And I already, and yeah, a lot of people. And it's not condemning anyone who does. No, no, no. Because I have a lot of really great friends and people that I love um, that um, did that because they, you know, they truly believe in it and they think it's the right step um, and they love the person and, you know, it could, could turn out and probably will turn out really well. Yeah. Um, we already talked about, I think I already told you what the ladies said too, right? And they said, no, I don't think so. That it's a, not an important step. 
Mm. All right. Here's a new question, babe. This is also a spicy one. Ladies, this is for the ladies. Interreligion relationships are acceptable to you. What do you think they said? Uh, yes. No. 65% said no to 35% said yes. Hmm. I got so much mixed review on this because some would say like, yes, it's okay because of their past experience that it worked out. But I think my own conviction in this is that that's, I was always told that that's missionary dating, that if that person doesn't know Jesus and it's unequally yoked. And so if you're going into a relationship where they don't know Jesus, but you do, that it could cause some total tension, you know? And if you think about it long term too, like what happens with the conversation of babies? Like where, what religion do you, do they grow up in? Like what moral standard are we at like using, which, you know, what dedication are we using? What baptism are we doing? What, you know, like it's very confusing and complex. And I think those, those things need to be communicated right off the bat. If you choose to be with someone who doesn't believe the same thing you do. Yeah. I think it can definitely work and like, because God can redeem everything. Agreed. Um, but yeah, it could definitely cause complication, just not being on the same page spiritually, ethically, morally, you know? Yeah. Cause heaven forbid something really drastic happens too. Like you lose a baby or, you know, you lose a limb or I don't know, you're your mom dies suddenly from cancer, like right when you start married, you get married to them. Like what, how do you deal with that? Like every person would deal with it very different if they have a different religion, you know, like for example, an atheist maybe wouldn't see the same hope and, and like wouldn't see the mm-hmm. same. Cause death is, yeah. If death. That's it. You don't believe that, that there's a heaven after then death is the final right. blow. Whereas a Christian and their beliefs Right, yeah, may feel some different emotions and some hope of the person having an afterlife. That's right, and like going to heaven with them one day. Yeah, so and, and not even hard. tension about who's right or wrong, but right. just like just being comforting on, them. Yeah, being on different pages and being like, huh, I just don't see it the same way. It's hard to see it the way that you see it. You know? Right, but, and that could cause some serious tension, yeah. especially if you think about like a child dying, like when you know. And then dealing with that after, oh, that would be so hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a tough one because mm-hmm. with any of these things, it's like yeah. the power of God is so great that, That's right. you know, like he can use anything, right? He can. Um, But it's there's some a, things where it's, like, to... where it's like, yeah. you know, could, is it possible to avoid unnecessary exactly. complications? Exactly. But then again, I'm like, I, I don't know. You can't foresee everything. It's hard to say that because right. if it's not one thing, it's another. Right. There's going to be complications. Right. So it's like, how many of these are non-negotiable? You know, and That's it's right. like. And everyone's very subjective. Do your, do your best, you yeah. know, and, and we've, you know, Sabrina and I've shared our convictions and whatnot. And like, I think it definitely has helped us foundationally yeah. for when things like hit the fan. That's right. <laughs> you know, that maybe if we had done things a different way, there may not have been that foundation. Um, but then again, someone could argue, oh, well, then it wasn't true love. So I don't know. I don't know. But we just have our beliefs and convictions and we're sticking to it. And Okay. These are just kind of, we don't have any 
like true um, understanding in these, but these were just interesting questions. Uh, this was for the ladies. Are previous children acceptable to you? What do you think they said? Oh, yeah. They said, yeah. 74% said yes. 26% said no. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, if like you had a kid and we got married, I think it would be a little bit difficult just because that newness of like having a child for the first time wouldn't be yeah. true for you. I mean, mm-hmm. it would be new but, to you yeah. and I, but not new for you entirely. So that would be hard to sh- not share that same yeah. experience. I mean, but together. what a demonstration of love. No, totally. To the I other person it. and yeah. to the child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That you get to like love and care for them in a way that they're like yours. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I was getting there. I would still be okay with it. Yeah. There's a friend of mine who, his biological dad left like when he was really young and then his mom, you know, remarried right. and was essentially raised by this other guy, his stepdad. Yeah. And he, you know, biologically, he was, he kept his dad's last name, his biological dad's last name. Yeah. But then just recently, as he's become a young adult, he's like, no, like I'm not so-and-so uh-huh. i'm a i'm a so-and-so like this guy was my was my father oh like, that's Did that's change the his family name? and so he legally changed his last name oh that's so at sweet. age 29 30 oh that's awesome because that guy that's was sweet. his father there's a difference between the you know dad and a father that's like a demonstration of the gospel yeah it is we change our name when we become Trish- christians mm-hmm. when we become Jesus loving freaks. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that for certain. Okay. Uh, and gentlemen said same thing. Uh, 62% said yes. 38% said no. Okay. Ladies, are large gap age gaps an issue for you? Yes or no? What did they say? Mm, no. They said no. 67 said no. 33% said yes. So I just, everyone was asking me like, what what kind of age gap? Like what age gap? And I was like, well, whatever you deem an age gap, you know. <laughs> and for me, I would personally say I wouldn't wouldn't probably want someone older than like maybe three to five years older than me, just because again, I want to be in the same life stage. Like, you know, it's sweet. I'm not again. This everyone's so this is subjective, but like, let's say you're like twenty years older than me. Like, you could die first. Yeah, that would be like, sad. You might have to- change you know? my diapers alongside of the kids exactly it's no, so sad but, but then again it's like love has no age i know and all that yeah all and then guys said stuff. large gaps an issue for you they said 71 percent said yes interesting hmm. yeah hmm. so a lot a majority said it was actually an issue for them but yeah it's it's kind of different guess it makes sense right? if the because... guy, girl is older much older than them or mm-hmm. younger than them that could be a kind of a yeah I don't know. I don't know because it's like, I think it is cool. I think it shows like the power of relationship. You don't have to be the same to love one another Uh because love in spite of differences actually elevates it more. Commitment in spite of similarity actually elevates commitment more in my opinion. Hmm. And, you know, but then again, yeah, it's like if, you know, a 65 year old guy marries a 20 year old woman and the 20 year old woman's just getting into his career or sorry, getting into her career and the guy's retiring, you know, and he's like, his hair's going gray and they're still like kind of in their prime. It's just like different, different life stages. Exactly. You know? uh, and it doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just no, like, yeah. it's just different. You just have to bridge the gap. 
Yeah, because I like want to go through life stages with you. Yeah, you know? but then some, you know, some people may want somebody on the other side right, of the life stage, them. like yeah. to have a strong leader and somebody who's True. weathered and traveled the road, and yep. they just want to be, you know, led along it. Yeah, totally. Which is it's fine too. Okay, we'll end with a few um, words of what wisdom that people sent me, and this I told them was going to be on the podcast. Cool. All right, so. One person said, if you're having a hard time with sticking to physical boundaries, do not hang out at each other's houses. Stick to public outings. Have a curfew for yourselves, physical and virtual, like texting, calling, DMs. Almost nothing holy happens after 10 p.m. I think that's so good. Ben Stewart's podcast, he talks about how he had a Justin case, a (laughs) guy named Justin case. And it was a guy that would sometimes hang out with him and his girlfriend at the time because they were having trouble with boundaries. And I think that that's so good. Like if you are having struggling with it, like get out of the temptation. Yeah. Spend time with other people. Yeah. Do other things. If that's a priority for you. Right. Right. It was for us. Yeah. Uh, the next one was figure out how each of you resolve conflict and then find a middle ground and essentially make terms you agree with on how to stick with it, stick to issues. So this is like dating, marriage, this could go all of it. Yeah. We have a sheet on our fridge says fair fighting rules. And so it's stuff like make sure you have enough time, make sure it's not after, you know, 8 PM. Um, you know, if there's any name calling or aggressive tone conversation ends you take yep. a 20 minute break come yep. back so there's like these rules so if they're violated yep then the uh conflict resolution is over for the time being That's right and you take a break you set a time where you're going to come back you follow through you come back try it again that's right all right another person said um prioritizing finding a man that loves jesus I thought if he can love and serve the Lord first above me, then we can figure everything else out. So when he, she saw a man that was serious um, and not half in with his relationship with God, it was a huge green flag. His commitment to God was a good sign of how committed he'd be to me. Anything even somewhat shady or iffy, it was a red flag. So just basically like if a guy loves Jesus, like everything else will f- fall into place basically, which I kind of agree with i i think i mean anybody can say they're a christian i think you really have to like see their actions their actions will speak louder yeah, than their so words we'll see the fruit yeah yeah see the fruit and then yes i agree that all that is true um yeah and the rest of this is going to be saved for marriage and oh oh one more thing um someone said a green flag is expressing feelings to each other without feeling guilty Mm, red flags is hiding stuff from each other and when dating looking for a genuine person that they can be around simple the simple is good so effective yes so the rest of my stuff is for later for them engagement podcast and marriage podcast so engagements next week i hope you return to hear more from drew and i i hope that you enjoy this series i feel like our listening rate has gone up tenfold which i'm so excited about um if you love this podcast please share it please like it please give us five stars and review it and yeah do you have anything else to say babe yeah i just want to say like we're with you guys we're in your corner on your relationship journey yeah whether you're single dating engaged married yeah um it's such a uh 
you know, it's such a complicated journey mm-hmm. um, and it really takes everything. And so uh, I'm just saying that because I want to say we're alongside of you. We're mm-hmm. not ahead of you. We, you know, nothing like that. You know, uh, this is just wisdom that we've been fortunate to receive yeah. and be a disservice if we didn't share it with other people. And then again, this is just sharing some different views um, in addition to our own views. It's not condemning anybody yeah. for having different views than us. It's just um, our perspective from a Christian worldview. Exactly. And we love you all. We do. We love you all. So have a great week. Aloha. Aloha. Aloha.